Hesedim is a series of reflection, usually reflecting on an issue in the society in the light of the words of scripture. You're welcome to join us each time and to send your questions or comments by way of a voice note. Look forward to hearing you and speaking with you. Gleaner columnist Peter Espute has described the Jamaican public as supine, which means spineless. He has said this because, in his view, the Jamaican public ought to have been, uh, ought to have reacted with greater stridency, though he has not said how he would have known about the stridency if it were there. The stridency should have been the response of the Jamaican public to the fact that a cabinet minister, Floyd Green, has not been prosecuted by the DPP, Mrs. Paula, Ms. Paula Llewellyn, and that he has been allowed to return to the cabinet by Prime Minister Andrew Holness, despite having resigned in September because of breaches to the DRMA. Floyd Green, who at the time had been a junior minister in the Holness administration, along with 17 other persons from the government, was at a hotel celebrating a birthday during one of the lockdown days imposed by Prime Minister Holness. Video images of the event surfaced with Minister Green pouring and sipping champagne. The minister apologized and, and tendered his resignation from being, a part, from being a part of the government, but not as a member of parliament. Espute regards the fact that he has been made to return to public duties as a member of the cabinet as an outrage. He pointed out that the British people, whose Prime Minister Boris Johnson committed a similar outrage as Green, has apologized for it but has not resigned as Prime Minister. And as few claims that the British people are now demanding his resignation and that the London Metropolitan Police are investigating his breach of the COVID protocols. Peter Espute is confident that the outcome will be different in Britain from what it was in Jamaica, because ostensibly their public is less supine. I would not jump to that conclusion if I were Mr. Espute, but we shall see if Boris Johnson is made to resign. The Jamaican media defaults towards comparing Jamaica unfavorably with everywhere else. There is, however, no reason to do so in this instance. However, I also believe that many in the media are too quick to blame the public for the members of the wholeness administration getting away with their indiscretions. I believe that there is another angle of approach 
to be taken about the public response in this Floyd Green matter. I believe what we have in general in Jamaica is the creeping erosion of the rule of law. I believe that the public is not as invested in these lockdown days in many respects. These days were seen as times to punish the masses of the people. These laws were about preventing them and their friends from having their version of a good time. It is they that were locked up or hauled before the courts for breaches of the DRMA. In the early days of the COVID pandemic, the Holness administration used these lockdown days to punish people who lived in the ghettos, who operated shops, and the Prime Minister said as much. The public that Espute calls supine are those who, with respect to the lockdown days, have taken the view that cockroach no business in a foul fight. When it comes to the higher-ups, whether they are of the political class or rich people or boats of tourists, the law has no teeth. The Floyd Green example has told them what they already knew. The law does not apply to them. That is why the JCF claimed that the Floyd Green video was faulty. This is as the law was intended, as the DPP has told us, that politicians are not eligible for prosecution. At any rate, Mr. Espute and others of his ilk are invested in the idea of laws being made by a prime minister in the arbitrary exercise of his power. The prime minister just gets up in his office and passes a law as to which days are lockdown day and what time curfews are to be applied. That is considered law. The law is to be based on consensus, and the law ought to be inclusive in its application. There are too many exceptions, exemptions in the wholeness laws. The arbitrariness of these laws under the DRMA has not allowed them to secure the confidence of the public. In the case of these laws, the DPP, this DPP is one of the least enthusiastic prosecutors in the history of this country, especially in certain type of cases. In those cases, her findings read like arguments from the defense counsel. The Jamaican public is aware of the games being played, and there is hardly a point of expressing outrage. The government has interpreted its electoral mandate as a carte blanche. It can do anything it wants and get away with it. Who then can anyone appeal to? Look at the flaunting of the public sensibilities in this matter. First, the young minister abuses his office in violating the COVID move, no movement days and gets others in the government to go along with him. 
Then he get, goes about his business without interference from law enforcement. He cries crocodile tears in public and is taken from public view. Before a ruling is made by the DPP, he is returned and this time to a cabinet office. It is the prime minister doing these things. At whose sensibility might outrage be aimed? It is pointless. The more significant issue is what is the prospect for the rule of law in this country. There is a pension for the manipulation of the sentiments of the public where the rule of law is concerned. That is part of the present ethos. When it comes to crime and violence, for example, the leader of opposition, Mark Golding, lays down the gauntlet concerning the record of the Commissioner of Police. He has been given 60 days for the Commissioner to show improvements in crime fighting and in the rate of murders, for instance, or resign. All of a sudden, there is a flurry of activities in the Jamaica Constabulary Force. Guns are recovered in record numbers. Wanted men are apprehended. Some of the gun finds are quite spectacular. And I wonder in the context of lack of transparency, how does one trust these numbers? Are they meant to impress? Are they for real? Is the news being recycled? Is all of this for effect? Or is there an underlying reality which is connected to something else? One of the things that has been said is that the guns are being stashed in high-income neighborhoods to which the police do not generally go. Why would that be the case? Guns are found all in all kinds of neighborhoods. Why would the police not go to high-income neighborhoods? And why have they started all of a sudden to do so now? I remember some time ago in Montego Bay, there was a shootout with the police and gunmen in a high-income neighborhood in Montego Bay. It lasted for hours. Nothing has been heard about that matter since that time. It seems to me that every now and then the JCF gives the public a bone to chew on or to distract itself before it then goes back into its slumber. Crime goes to the very structure of the society. Players are from all levels. We expect to hear more about these massive gun finds and to whom they are connected. It is time to come clean. If the Commissioner of Police survives, he needs to make a pact with the rest of us to come clean with us. It is time to stop playing games with the Jamaican public. The police keeps the crime statistics to itself until it wants to report some good news. Then it tells us knowing that we have nothing with which to contradict it. The public is not supine. It is cynical because trust has been savaged.
we will pay a heavy price to restore trust in this society. Amen.